Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host and producer this evening, Logan Landers, and joining me to talk about some NCAA Week 9 game preview between the Oklahoma Sooners and the Kansas Jayhawks. As always, Mr. Football, Vince Tenner, how are you doing this afternoon, sir? Hey, how you doing? Boomer, Sona. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm doing well also. And before we get started talking about these two tremendous teams coming into this Week 9 matchup, if you enjoyed the episode here today, everyone, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Let all your friends and family know about what we're doing here on the program we have dozens upon dozens of episodes each and every single week on Facebook and YouTube and on our podcast, which you can listen to each and every single week on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever it is you enjoy listening to your shows. So let's get into this one, Vincent, talking about the Oklahoma Sooners, a perfect 7-0 on the year, currently the number six ranked team in the nation, just a little bit outside of that top four in college football. But let's see what they've done this year, who all they've beaten, and talk about who are going to be some of the key factors coming into this matchup against Kansas. So, like I said, perfect 6-0, or 7-0, can't get a whole lot better than that. Uh, They're rolling well, and that is thanks in part, Vincent, to the tremendous play of Mr. Dylan Gabriel, their starting quarterback, who has been lights out this year. Um, You know, he might be getting some whispers for a little Heisman talk if he keeps playing the way he has this year. 19 touchdowns, only three interceptions, been sacked only eight times as well. Over 2,000 yards throwing the ball for a 9.1 average and completes it at a 71% clip. So he has been absolutely phenomenal throughout all seven games this season, and we'll see if it will continue against Kansas. Now, when you look at their running game, you have a two-headed monster with Marcus Major and Tawi Walker, both those gentlemen ran the ball for over 200 yards, over 500 combined, and have five combined touchdowns. And going back to Gabriel, we mentioned he can do it with his arm, but he can also get it done with his legs as well. The third leading rusher on this Sooners program, 230 uh, running yards for him, and he's hit the end zone five times with his legs. So he has been doing a tremendous job. Keeping it on the offense, you have a really good wide receiving core with Jalil Farouk. Andro Anthony, Nick Anderson, and Drake Stoops. Those are your main guys you're going for there. Stoops is leading your program currently with 36 receptions. He's also got five touchdowns. And Nick Anderson, eight touchdowns on the year for the young man. He's had a really good season. Vincent, eight of his 16 catches have been touchdowns. So 50% clip. He is doing pretty well this year, I would say. And then when you look at Oklahoma, They have a better defense this year than I think they have in years past. That's kind of been the one crux when you look at this Sooners program is, yeah, they have a really good offense that you've been able to say that for years now, but their defense, eh, it's been kind of iffy. This year, they've been doing well up till recently. I will say they gave up 29 uh, the other week to UCF, a close win in that one. And the week prior, they gave up 30 to Texas. But other than that, they've done really well on defense. I need to see them kind of rein it in after um, having some some not-so-stellar showings these past few weeks. But they do have some really good players. When I say that, you got to look first off at Danny Stutzman. 70 tackles at your linebacker position. That is a heat-seeking missile right there if I've ever seen one. He is just 
direct to the ball carrier, to the receiver. Whoever's got the ball, he's going to him, and he is coming down hard, and he is going to bring him to the ground. Your sacks leader, you got Ethan Downs. He's got four and a half this year. And also Stutzman, who I just mentioned, second on your team with two sacks. And also Jaron Kanak has two on the season. As a squad, they've got 17. Then you look in your secondary, who are your guys you got back there? Peyton Bowen, he's got four passes defended. Billy Bowman Jr., he's got three. All in all, they've got 22 passes defended, and they've got 12 interceptions. They are just doing really well on the secondary. Three of those 12 are by Gentry Williams. And as I just mentioned, Billy Bowman Jr., he's got three passes defended, but he's also got two interceptions. So Oklahoma, Vincent, they have really impressed me this year. I know in recent weeks they haven't looked quite as dominant, but all in all, I've been impressed with this team. I didn't know how well they'd be doing, but through seven games this year, number 16 in the nation, they have impressed me. What's your thoughts on the Sooners coming into this week nine matchup? Well, if you know anything about Oklahoma football, boom or sooner, this is the way it's supposed to be. You look mm -hmm. at the 70s, you look at the 80s, you look at the 90s. These teams are always been ranked in the top 10 all the great players, Callum Murray, Billy Sims, Thomas Lott, Barry Switzer, Boomer Sooner. So it's, this is where the Oklahoma Sooner should be. For this team to be ranked number six, to me, it's all about the young man you just mentioned a few minutes ago, Mr. Logan Landis. Dylan Gabriel is going to determine how far the Sooners are going to go all the way, and I'm going to put it out there to the national championship because mm. that's what the Oklahoma Sooner football program is about. Make no bones about it. It's all about championships. Looking at their offense last week, the rushing game, like you said, they got a two-headed monster, but I like Marcus Major. He had 82 yards against Central Florida, and they got a big-time receiver outside that you mentioned, Nick Anderson. He's going to play in the NFL the next day. But for the Sooners, to be considered and considered going throughout the rest of the season undefeated, it's got to be all about their defense. Luckily, they got a great defensive coach as a head coach in Ben Venables. Look what he did over at Clemson. Last week against Central Florida, they allowed only 90 yards passing. If the Oklahoma Sooners are going to be in the, what I call conversation at the end of the year and playing in the college football playoffs and winning the Big 12, it's all about their defense because Dylan Gabriel is going to play at a high level. And to me, that's what's going to make things and boom or sooner and get everybody back in the Oklahoma football nation being playing for national championships. That's what it's all about. I like the team, though. I like them number six, and I like them because they got a big-time quarterback. But to me, it's all about their defense playing at a high level. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's talk about their opponents this weekend the Kansas Jayhawks, a team who came out the gates looking really strong, really hot. But here recently they've cooled off, lost two of their last three games, uh, lost last week to Oklahoma State and the Cowboys, and they lost back in late September to Texas. Uh, but in between them, they beat UCF 51-22. But looking at this program, ah, it, it's tough, Vincent. If Jalen Daniels would have been playing in this game, I feel like it would have been a whole lot closer, but unfortunately, he's going to be out. So you got Jason Bean, who has had a solid season, stepping in for the starting role. Over 900 yards passing, 65% completion percentage, nine touchdowns, two INTs, has been sacked five times on the year. But the key to me, though, if Kansas really wants to win this ball game, what they have to do is they have to establish the run. That is where they get it rolling there. They average 212 yards per game. 
at the at the rushing game. That's thanks in part to Devin Neal, who's got 90 carries for 659, six touchdowns on the year. And then also you got him, uh, Daniel Highshaw Jr. also looked really well. 68 carries for him, 437, and six touchdowns as well. And Dylan McDuffie, who's also getting his hand in the cookie jar as well. 180 yards on the year for him with three touchdowns. That is where this team breathes. That is their comfort zone is in that running game. If they want to win this game, Vincent, it's pretty simple. They've got to establish the run, and they've got to establish it early and for the entire four quarters. Now, looking at the receiving game, you do have some good players here like Mr. Lawrence Arnold, Quint Skinner, and Mason Fairchild. All those gentlemen have over 250 receiving yards on the year, also have a handful of touchdowns as well. And when you look at this Kansas team, when you look at really where they've kind of struggled here in recent weeks, is their defense. You gave up 39 last week to Oklahoma State. Uh, in the win versus UCF, you gave up 22, so you're rolling then, but then you gave up 40 to Texas. And you've got – you know with Oklahoma, we just broke down how good their offense is. That defense has to be stout. You can't allow – you have to get turnovers. you got to get fumbles. Whatever you can do, you got to stop that offense. you got to play some tough and gritty football. Looking at this team, your leading tacklers, your safety, Kenny Logan Jr., and follow him is Mr. J.B. Brown, the linebacker. Sacks, you got Austin Booker leading your team with five, and Jareem Robinson with four and a half right behind him. All in all, the Jayhawks have 18. Pass defended, you've got 29 as a squad leading the team, and that one is Melo Dotson, your cornerback. He's got eight. He's able to swap the ball with the best of them. And once again, Mr. Jareen Robinson, your defensive lineman, getting up there with the big guys and able to swap down four on the season. Guy gets more interceptions on the year, though. They've got seven, both those uh, two of each coming from Quentin Laster and Kobe Bryant. So for me, Vincent, it's pretty simple. Like I said, for the offense, you got to get the running game going. You got to make sure that your insane rushing ability of Mr. Devin Neal uh, Daniel Hyshaw, you, you have to get those guys going first. Jason Bean, he just has to play a good game, a good, clean game. No turnovers, no silly throws, and just keep it nice and compact if the Jayhawks want a chance of winning this ball game. What's your thoughts on Kansas coming into this matchup here, Vincent? Well, fortunately, the Jayhawks, I think, have done an outstanding job as far as the football program in the last couple of years. You look at Kansas as being a basketball program. They rank number one right now in our college preseason basketball polls. But Jalen Daniels is one of the unknown top players in the country at the quarterback position. It's so unfortunate that he's not going to be able to play on Saturday. But look what Jason Bean did last week against Oklahoma State. He threw for 410 yards, two touchdowns. So I don't think Kansas is going to miss a lot there. You just mentioned Devin Neal is a quality back in the Big 12 Mason Fairchild is a big-time receiver last week. He had two receptions for 95 yards. But for me, if Kansas is going to have any opportunity in this football game, it's going to be about their defense being able to stop Oklahoma. Remember last year game, the Sooners had 298 yards rushing in a 52-42 win. But think about this. The Jayhawks last week allowed 495 yards total offense. They gave up 285 on the ground and 210 through the air. And they are 103 ranked in pass defense. So if the Jayhawks are going to have any chance of slowing down Boomer sooner, it's going to have to be on the defensive side of the ball. But the flip side, think about this, Logan. Kansas has 19 sacks on the year and a number one in the nation in quarterback hurries. So I don't know really where you want to go, but 
Number one, I'm saying I'm looking at cancel. Let's stop the Sooners running game and let's force Oklahoma to throw the football. Maybe we can get after Dylan Gabriel. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, hey, I, I think this is going to be a good matchup, man. I think it is. And let's get my final predictions for this one. I, I think that overall, when you look at this one, Kansas knows it's going to be a tough task. And for Oklahoma, they know they just kind of keep rolling what they've been doing all season long. So with that being said, my final predictions, give me the Oklahoma Sooners winning this game 38 and give me Kansas getting 21 in this ball game. Mr. Turner, your final prediction. I'm looking at the Oklahoma Sooners. You rank number six in the country. Right now, everybody's saying you look like a national championship team based on the fact your big win over Texas a couple of weeks ago. Brent Venables, you got the Sooner Nation Bremen. You got them saying Boomer Sooner. I'm taking Oklahoma big in this football game, 38 to 17. All right. We will see what happens this upcoming Saturday. As always, Mr. Football, Vincent Turner, enjoy talking some sports with you, talking college football. It's always a pleasure, my friend. I've been your host and producer, Logan Landers. Enjoy the rest of your night, everyone, and go enjoy some football this upcoming weekend. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.